Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. Observer Pictures presents Boom, a serial drama podcast, written and directed by Faith McQuinn. This is Episode 5, Recovery. The first session with Dr. Melissa Abbott had been the hardest. This is session number six, and Porter has become slightly more comfortable. All right, let's talk about sleeping. Are you doing the relaxation exercises? Yes. Are they helping? Somewhat. Are you still having the nightmares? It's just the one now. Which one is that? Her. Who? Jen, she's screaming at me in my room, at the foot of the bed. What does Jen look like? What do you mean? Well, before you told me she'd be covered in blood or dust, what does she look like when she's standing at the foot of your bed? There's nothing. She's just... Who? Genevieve. She's wearing the outfit she had on at the bowling alley. Her her hair is... She's perfect. Good. I don't know how that's good. Genevieve's image in your mind is no longer distorted, which means your memories of her are no longer distorted. But she's screaming at me. She's so mad at me. Why? Because I fu- I messed up. I should have stayed with her. But you had to go get help. I didn't have to leave. I could have figured out something. You did have to leave. You said your phone didn't work. I should have gone up the night before. I should have thought something was weird because she didn't, she didn't text me back. Porter, you did everything you could. Say it. I did everything I could. Again? I did everything I could. Good. I want you to say that every time you start to feel guilty, okay? Can we talk more about the man? We can. Porter, it's important for you to work through this. Look, Dr. Abbott, someone attacked her, Genevieve. I'm obviously not making this up. Okay, I know that. But you know that's not what I want to talk about. Why do you believe it's someone she knew? Because she said so. She said, I won't let him hurt you. Yes. 
Well, what else did Genevieve say? She said something about him being in the apartment when she got home. Okay. She didn't want him to hurt me. Why would she say that about a stranger? Why wouldn't she? Why doesn't anyone believe me? I thought... Okay, okay, all right. She knew him. Who is he? I don't know. I've gone through everyone so many times. No one we knew, I know, could do something like that. I mean, I wouldn't think. So isn't it possible that this man was a stranger? Maybe. He could have been stalking Genevieve. I guess. She wanted to protect you. I know. That doesn't mean she knew the man, but she did know you. She loved you. We protect the ones we love, Porter. You wanted to help her because you loved her. She wanted to help you because she loved you. I know. So maybe that's all it was. Genevieve loving you and trying to protect you. Yeah. Maybe that's all it was. Good. Well, our time is up for this week. Please keep up with the relaxation exercises. Until next week, then. Yep. Do you have weekend plans? No. Maybe watch a movie or something. Porter. Not yet, Dr. Abbott. Maybe soon. All right. We'll discuss that next week. <laughs> oh, joy. Have a good day, Porter. All right? Sure thing. Porter. Mr. Owens, it's been a while. Not long enough, Detective. I'd like you to come down to the station today if you can. For what? I just have a few things I'd like to discuss. I can always come by your apartment instead. No. No, I'll be there. I can come now, I guess. Great. Porter sits in a meeting room. Across from him sits Detective Santos. Santos is petite with dark skin, dark eyes, and a severe bun. Her face is soft and kind. Porter finds himself wishing she had been the lead on his case. I brought you a cup of coffee. <laughs> For me? Wow. What, I can't be courteous? I didn't think so. It's rare. <laughs> <clears throat> I just wanted to let you know that we finally received a report on Miss Reynolds' phone and computer. Okay. Mr. Owens? Porter. There was nothing. What do you mean, nothing? Nothing out of the ordinary. We checked all the numbers and everything checks out. It means we're done. Your story holds up. Well, that I already knew. Well, anyway, the rest of the evidence brought no leads. I was hoping for something from this, but the person who set off those explosives is a ghost or at least really good at making us think he is. I guess I should be happy. This gets you off my case. For now. Wow. Whatever. If anything new surfaces, we'll revisit. So that's it? Porter, sometimes this happens. No, fuck that. She knew who did this. Did you talk to her parents? Mr. and Mrs. Reynolds are aware, yes. All right. All right. I did everything I could. 
I understand how you feel. <laughs> oh yeah? Someone you love blown up in her apartment by some psychopath? Awesome. We should form a club. <laughs> Why the hell did you have me come down here? You couldn't do this over the phone? I gotta get to work. Well, that went well. I told you he was a hothead. He seemed a little too defensive to you. Rebecca, he's not good for this. Maybe. Hey, guys. Took you long enough, your beer's getting warm. <laughs> Thanks. I got into work a little late this morning, so I had to make it up. Appointment with uh, Melissa Runlong? No, um, I had to go to the police station. Wait, what? Yeah, supposedly Jen's case is done. Shit, they found somebody? No, they found nothing. Wow, that sucks, man. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Uh, are you okay? No, but I'm here, right? I didn't ditch you guys. It's progress. You know what would be better? Don't you say it, Luke. Jesus. What? I was going to say more beer. A pitcher or two, maybe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as long as you're paying. <laughs> Porter lies in bed. Sleep, as always, comes slowly. When he finally falls asleep, he begins to dream. An actual dream. He is sitting atop a cliff, gazing out over lush green treetops. Bikes are propped up against a boulder. Next to him, with her hair blowing in the breeze, is Genevieve. Got a bit of hair in your face there. <laughs> Just a little. You okay? I'm fine. Don't lie to me, Porter. I miss you. I miss you too. You're not you anymore. Of course I'm not. You can still be you, just a few more battle scars. Chicks dig scars. <laughs> oh, ha, ha. <laughs> hey. Look at that. You do smile. It's hard. So what? Life isn't fun if it's easy, right? And it's pretty damn easy to just sit on your ass and yell at everybody. I'm not doing that so much anymore. Oh yeah, Dr. Abbott. How's that going, by the way? It's awful. But at least you're telling someone now. Yeah. Plus, I think it's helping. That's good. You look a little pale, Porter. Maybe, you know, go outside. Not yet. Why not? It's not the same. No shit. I'm scared. There are zero things wrong with that. <laughs> you have to try, okay? I love you. You pick the ugliest spots, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Blue skies and rolling hells are disgusting. <laughs> the absolute worst. I love you. Porter wakes slowly. This is the first time in months that he's woken to the sun instead of screams in the middle of the night. He feels rested. He feels almost content.
What's up, Porter? Hey, Dax. Sorry, I know it's early, but uh, you free to hit Natchez this weekend? Wait, seriously? Maybe we should just hit a Greenway or something first. Start, start easy. Nah, I'm good. Life isn't fun if it's easy, right? Join us in two weeks for another episode of Boom. This episode featured the voices of Garrett Delosier as Porter, Charity Spencer as Genevieve, Brian Irwin as Luke, Avalon Heron as Dax, Theron Womack as Dr. Abbott, Wendy Keeling as Detective Haley, Delilah Ferrer as Detective Santos, and me, Michael R., as the narrator. Production sound, Matthew L. Hankins. Assistant director, Amanda Lorraine. Sound design, Joshua Sui. Original music, Brian Irwin. Editing, Faith McQuinn. Sound mixing, Joshua Sui. Production assistant, Delilah Ferrer. Casting, Courtney Edwards. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and consider giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. For more information on the show, including a full list of cast and crew, and where to find us on social media, please visit boom.observerpictures.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, friends. This is Mark Nell, executive producer of the Table Read podcast, where imagination meets performance. As we wrap up an incredible season one, we want to take a moment to express our heartfelt gratitude to each and every one of you who tuned in and supported us on this amazing journey. Season one was nothing short of extraordinary. We delved into captivating scripts that transported us to worlds beyond our imagination, thanks to the brilliant writers who delivered these works. But what really brought these stories to life were the talents of our amazing actors. But Wait, the excitement doesn't end there. As we bid farewell to Season 1, we are thrilled to announce the launch of Season 2. Get ready for more gripping narratives, more unforgettable characters, and more mesmerizing performances that will keep you on the edge of your seat. We have some big surprises coming. The Force will definitely be with you. So stay tuned, stay engaged, and most importantly, stay excited. From all of us at the Table Read Podcast, thank you. And let's make Season 2 even more memorable together.